0: Oh, well, yeah, you're always going to make mistakes when you. No, you no, know, I said you're great. hiccuping. Oh, hiccuping. Oh, you should have heard last episode. I was like, making an ugly noise. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, geez Louise, you know, yeah, it's episode six. I'm going to get nervous and stuff. Know. But yeah, when I first when I first started, uh, when I had to start <laughs> editing everything, uh, I had to listen to myself, dude. Of course. Yeah, you sound good, though. But every, every I had to listen to myself and trust me, I sound like the biggest fucking asshole on the planet, dude. You know what I mean? But y- you got to get if, if you're comfortable of hearing your own voice then that's when you can take the next step of bettering yourself as a human being. Yeah. Yeah? Well, fuck it. Let's get this episode going. Frank, thank you for being here, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number six. I am your host, Steven Gaxiola, and you are listening to The Raider and the Saint. Once again, everybody, I want to thank you for listening and giving me the support for this podcast. This podcast couldn't have started without you guys and out without your guys' support. So once again, I want to thank all my listeners and all my supporters out there. We're growing. We're growing by the week. Um, I think I'm up to uh, maybe about 400 listeners now, so uh, less than a month is growing pretty good. But I also want to let you guys know that I'm out there grinding. I'm out there talking to people. I got... Interviews locked up all through December. Um, next week, next week, I'm going to try something different. Next week, I'm going to be at a friend's house. We're going to do a beer exchange. A friend of mine named Brandon Harper, he uh, brews his own beer. He's been brew- brewing beer for a while. So we're going to have a beer exchange, and I'm going to try to do a podcast over there. I'm going to be t- breaking down the equipment and going over there and trying that out. So next episode, episode seven, it will be something different. We'll see. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but we'll figure that out. Um I got a uh, couple locked in uh, interviews coming up. I, I don't want to spoil it, but it's going to be some good stuff. You know, like I said in, the, in previous podcasts, I'm getting all my good friends, friends that, uh, that have always been there for me and th- that I can always learn and we can bounce information off of each other as we go through this bubble, this bubble we call Earth traveling through space to God knows where. Uh, let's see what else I want to say. Uh so yeah the past events i want to thank casey for coming on the podcast you know a lot of people liked them they said he sounded great they said the podcast was great they said we're getting better and i asked him to prepare another monologue for a christmas one and uh he will be coming on in december he is he will be on back again um uh, my my uh my next guest today I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to introduce you. My ne- my next guest today, um, his name is Josh Acosta. Did I say that right? Acosta, he, yeah. yeah. he's also a, a co-worker of mine. Um, I've, I've known him for a few years now. How many years have I known you for?
1: Four to five, probably.
0: Four to five so years now. To to um, he's a quiet guy. You know, <laughs> he's, v- he's very quiet. You know, he doesn't know as, mu- as many people as I do at work. Um, but one thing that... that that got you here today was you sent me a text message at 3.30 in the morning saying, hey, I want to be on your podcast. And not too many people have done that. You know, usually I have to ask and, 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 and go, hey, man, I really want you on because I know what you're you capable of doing. And a lot of those people, have, you know, just shine me on or just don't want to do it. But I want to introduce my friend, good friend, Josh Acosta. I'm going to give you to the mic, man. I want you to tell people a little bit about yourself and, uh, you know, what what's going on. And we'll go on from there.
1: Well, you know. It's a normal guy, living a life, you know. Knowing Gaxiola from work for about 4 to 5 years when I transferred to Anaheim facility. Um, pull the mic up a little bit, little bit. Yeah, I could. We work a pull, pull. Yeah, there you go. There you go. We work a a lot of hours, so it doesn't really give us a lot of time for hobbies. And I think you guys touched that on a couple of your uh, other podcasts, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Love uh, UFC sports. Can't watch every sport game because you can only get the second half once you do get home. But uh, I wanted to go back to what were you saying right before you started? You're talking about. Our voices, our
0: voices sound or. Uh, Yeah,
1: yeah, our voices. I was reading this article on one of the podcasts, many podcasts I listen to. they were were saying that the two biggest fears. Everyone fears the most. Number one was death. Number mm-hmm. two is public speaking. Oh, public speaking! Public speaking was up there, dude. You know
0: what, dude? I, I, yeah. I, I, I can agree for mm-hmm. with a lot of people. Public speaking. I've done a lot of public speaking in the, in the past. You know, a lot of college. When I was in college, I would have to do a lot of speeches. Uh, best man at my co- cousin's wedding had to do a speech. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just being in front of the public. I, it, it, for me, what it does for me personally, it might not do it for everybody else. For me, I get a rush from it. It's like doing t- t- taking an oxycontin, you know, and, and, and slamming a beer with it. That rush you get, or doing a line of blow, you know, <laughs> like it, that <laughs> that rush that rush you get. You know what I mean? It it, it it's kind of it's equivalent. If anything, yeah. public speaking is probably the the, the highest uh, a yeah. person can be because yeah, you are under a lot of pressure. Mm. People are looking at you, they're articulating you, they're judging you. Yeah. I think that's the most thing is well, that people you know, judge.
1: It's all it's like all eyes are on you. For that five to ten minutes or mm-hmm. whatever, and what's like you, you said, absorb it, take it in. But like in, when I was in college, I took a public speaking class because I okay. was terrified. I would never, <laughs> dude, <laughs> in a million Shaking years, i never think I'd be like doing volunteering to do something like this. Yeah, yeah. I was never first to like, okay, I want to do my presentation. Uh-huh. I mean, some of those kids, they just had it, you know, uh-huh. like as kids. Oh, I used to go
0: up in college unprepared <laughs> and be like, they like, what are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. I, I would. Just drop dribble shit down and go, okay, this is what Jonah Arts did. And they'd be like, what? (laughs) You know what I mean? I wasn't wasn't in college. I wasn't, like, I remember college. Like, I still have dreams that I never graduated. Mm. You know what I mean? I still have those nightmares that, like, look, I got in trouble for plagiarism. You know what I mean? Because, (laughs) you know, that's the most stupid thing that I think about with college is, like, when you got to do references. Mm. And if you take a reference out. and notate it. Yeah, yeah you gotta note it and then the teachers they run it through a program and I got caught one time for plagiarism. And I was a senior and I, and I swear to God I thought I was gonna I was gonna get kicked out. Mm-hmm. I didn't and so you know it was a, it was a slap in the wrist mm-hmm. and, uh, and funny, I was telling a co-worker of mine at the time about it. He, we were both in school and he goes, man, he goes, you don't put the, the references you use, you put other references. And I was like, holy smoke, man, geez Louise. But anyways, I still have nightmares that I never graduated. There was this one class called English 303, 301, if I'm mm-hmm. correct. I had to take it twice. I never had to take a class twice. I mm-hmm. my first semester, that's another story. I flunked all my classes the first semester in college. But we'll get there one of these days. But, yeah, um, I had to take the class over again, you know. Um, but I still have nightmares that I uh, that I'd never graduated. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I missed it by that much. Yeah. So, for me, you know, it was a big accomplishment. You know, to get through college, but w- was I right in the mind? Was I mature? No, yeah. I wasn't.
1: Well, I mean, honestly, the, like a lot of the kids graduating from college, you know, they, they graduate high school and then they're like, all right, now you know, we get to go out to this big world out there and make something of ourselves. They go to college and it's like, it's not that much different, but a but, but a higher plane because now it's like they're meeting different people from different groups of lives. Like some are really well off, some aren't, and the ones that aren't, they get a Full ride scholarship for whatever reason, academia or athletics. Mm-hmm. And it's really good for them to kind of evolve to like an adult, a young adult. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of times I feel like they fall in that little click again, like in high school. Mm-hmm. They find the group of people that they click mm-hmm. with only. So they hang out with the same, like the mm-hmm. nerdy type people or the jocks or the party, the, mm-hmm. you know, the partiers. Well, my
0: helper, my helper this year, shout out to Nick. Uh, Nick Smith, he's my helper, and thank God I have a six-foot-four, 265-pound <laughs> man to carry all my boxes <laughs> for me. Because I didn't, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I, I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> he's doing all the yeah, work. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he's, he, he gra- he's a fellow Titan, graduated okay. from uh, Cal State Fullerton, just graduated, he just turned 24, and uh, he's got his whole life ahead of him, and he was in a, a fraternity. Mm-hmm. you know. So he, he's my helper now, so it's... it's Bringing back some old memories now and stuff like that, but getting back to the the public speaking and 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 you texting me at three a.m. I really want to know what made you send me that text at three a.m. Because now you're here, brother. Oh well, <laughs> I was
1: uh, I think I was scrolling through my podcast and I think I asked you the day before. No, you asked me after.
0: You go, hey, I want to be in your podcast. Like, all right, cool. Oh, and then you said. What how, what's how, your podcast? How, what where is? Can where can I, I find it? And I'm like, so you want to be in the podcast? You haven't even heard it yet.
1: Well, no, because you told me that you have. Were, I haven't. Well, for honestly, for a while, I didn't see or speak to you for quite some time, and you had left. Take a leave of absence. Or oh something. yeah, yeah,
0: I was going for ten weeks. Yeah, yeah
1: and I honestly, cause shout you, out to Doctor <laughs> Narenberg. You're parked right next to me, so like you know, honestly, I'm the kind of guy that shows up. I grab my scanner, mm-hmm. I go to the truck, and I'm out. Yeah, but I don't pay attention like who's there I, and who's not there. And I noticed, I'm like, hey, he's not there. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, like, and I was like, uh, he hasn't texted me. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what happened to him. And then you had came back, and I'm like, oh, hey, you know, what's mm-hmm. because they had turned your route into a training route. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, you turned that route into a training route? I was like, oh, please turn my route into a training route. It's like it takes some days off. But, anyways, uh, I, you came back, you mentioned it, and you said you set it up, your podcast, you're getting it going. And uh, I, I just wanted to come and support because I, I love podcasts all yeah. day long at work. I mean, we're by ourselves for eight, 10 hours every Dude, day. I've been listening to I podcasts
0: lis- since they started. And
1: yeah, I mean, there's so I didn't get into it until obviously I four years ago. Joe Rogan mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and then off him, I started listening to other people that come on a show like Joey Diaz. I mean, he's a pretty funny guy. Like, a lot of people I listen to are comedians. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a guy named Ian Edwards. Yeah, Ian Edwards. Oh, he's funny, man. He's got, like, I follow them on Instagram, and they got, like, some just funny, like, you know, one, two-minute video long, Mm -hmm. like, comedy sketches. And it's just. Well, Joe
0: Rogan said, he says, everyone should start a podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've been listening to him since the beginning. And him and then Joey Diaz. Mm -hmm. I met Joey Diaz. Uh, at the Brea Improv, yeah, I
1: saw him at the uh, Irvine. Um, well, when, oh, when he was shook was my that? hand and patted me on when the back, there? dude.
0: I, I freaking almost like that was it, dude. I just, yeah, he, you know what I mean. That he, dude's or something else, dude.
1: He's been through like I remember you telling me about him, like his life, the path that he had lived mm-hmm. is kind of similar. Sleeping to in
0: cars, you know, it's similar kind to what th-
1: you've kind of gone through, mm-hmm. but I don't know how extreme. But the more and more I listen to that guy, he
0: not not as extreme. You just, know, just but just though. a little taste. Yeah, little, I got little, a little taste of what he went through. But to bit. see to see him doing what he's doing, like mm-hmm. I'll support people like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I honestly feel like he, you know, he's he's a changed man. And he, from where he was 20 years ago yeah. to where he is now. Is completely so you're different.
0: supporting the show because you've seen my struggle. And now you see where I'm at. Yes. You see that I'm moving forward. Yes. Well, I appreciate you for that, brother. Thank you so much. We're, we can do a little Sorry. toast right here, man. No, it's all good. This is what the show's about, man. (laughs) Yeah, man, we should be out there watching football on Sundays, but I'm over here doing the podcast. This is the only time we could get in with our work schedule this time of year, and it's quiet because if you come during the week, there's bands recording next door and rocking and rolling yeah you know so this is the only time we could get it but it's perfect because uh, i don't know where'd you park at uh, i just parked on the street oh, like okay just on the other yeah side. Like over here because they're, uh, they're redoing the restaurant up above us okay yeah, and yeah, so that's door. why the parking's taken but yeah, the last couple of weeks i've been coming i've been able to park in the front because it's free parking yeah, on, on sundays.
1: sundays i almost put change in it thinking not thinking yeah. of it just like
0: that's like, cool why? man so what's going on well what else is going on with with uh you know, you've been watching MMA, MMA, of course, right?
1: Yeah, um, I've been really keeping up to it much lately, but I just see highlights here and there, mm-hmm. especially now that they're on ESPN.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you have the app? I have yeah, the app. Yeah,
1: I have the app. It's a trip to me though, like because it's it's been on FX and Fox for mm-hmm. so long.
0: We just had a daddy for diapers for my friends, and we had the the fights going on with Nick Diaz and Masvidal. Oh yeah. And the one thing for me is I love my boys. I love hanging out. We all get together. Mm-hmm. But I'm so used to watching it now by myself. Oh, you know, what I mean, yeah, on the weekends. Yeah. and so I got to miss you, you know spoiled. some good stuff. But I still keep I, I watched a little bit of it. And what did you, you know? what did
1: you think of that fight? Did you get to watch most? Of I it think Mazadal would have knocked him out. I would have yeah, loved to see that. I, I I love Nate Diaz. Trust me, I love the Diaz brothers. You know, mm-hmm. they're they their hood is their hood is fuck man. You know, and they're mm-hmm. dope, dude. These guys do triathlons. They use, mm-hmm. that's you know how hard those things are, mm-hmm. and they they smoke weed. I mean, like, the way they live, like, you would think, these guys aren't athletes, you know? Mm-hmm. They're just a bunch of thugs, but these guys are tough guys. Anyways, the fight, I'm a fan of Diaz, but he was, he's definitely. A little closer, defi- dog. Defi- I'm looking definitely, at He was definitely losing that fight. There you go. He, uh, he was getting rocked. Like and you know they were saying he was saying like oh he doesn't get warmed up till like the third oh yeah what punch his brain toe. doesn't get warmed know, up come was, on dude, the guy he he can't even
0: getting, fucking talk <laughs> yeah he's, he's got he's, he's and everybody pretty, goes
1: yeah he's pretty, dude that guy's he's not pretty, gonna have a fucking yeah, brain no, by the time he's, he's forty pretty, what do they call a punch drunk yeah he's, yeah, he's, tall, he's, pretty, he's, pretty, he's punch drunk he, all fucking yeah, yeah, day dog. dude I remember a few years ago I hurt myself at work and to just not sit on the couch and be a bum I became a Lyft driver. And so, uh, I'd hang around like wherever locally. And, uh, that night I picked some up next to Cal State Fullerton at a bar. Didn't
0: he, Yeah. Didn't he, Weren't you? Didn't you pick up some chicks yeah. and you went had, had and you had a good time?
1: Yeah. And then they were like, oh, uh, Nate Diaz is in there and he's drunk as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like going to end the ride. I'm like, mm-hmm. get out. Get I'm going to go in there and <laughs> see this for myself. The, he's drunk. And then I was like dropping him that's off. He's not drunk. He's just, that's the way he <laughs> talks. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh. And I was like, yeah. So was he with like his brother? Was he, you know, like he yeah, became yeah. kind of like a fanboy. And I was like, you know, I'm not gonna go
0: back. I have anymore. I have homies that know him. Oh, okay. They party with them and stuff before. He yeah, seems yeah. alright. Yeah, no, he's cool. Yeah, I I love the guys, yeah. dude. But, you know, well, well, most
1: of those guys are mm-hmm. They're just like, well, I mean, you got
0: to understand they don't have college education. Yeah, they're, barely. They're the, you know, they get mad. You know, I mean, they they do have their reasons yeah. to act the way they want to act. A lot and of so. them,
1: in my opinion, they got bullied as kids growing mm-hmm. up. They got mm-hmm. bullied. And mm-hmm. so, you know, as they got older, they got bigger. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm a star. You know, no one's going to bully. Yeah, you yeah that's what you know, how self-defense it. and all this. And before, you know, it, now they become not, not so much. They become the bully, but they just like. It's their mentality. Yeah, yeah. And oh, shit. They do, they're, they're the baddest motherfuckers yeah, on the planet. I mean, little do they know that this is actually – they're turning it into a career for themselves. Yeah, yeah. And that's another thing, too. I feel like – and as an athlete, you only – like, you got a shelf life. Yeah. You can only – like, i say to 30 to 35. If you go over 35 – Oh, 30 NFL, five, though? And NFL is yeah, yeah. like 28. Yeah. I mean, the injuries, the hits. I mean, especially combat sports. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, imagine how long these guys would last if you gave them some HGH, some yeah, testosterone able to take all that, you stuff. know, and, and let them take anything they want. Yeah. You know, their their lifespan would probably be about thirty five. You know, mm-hmm. maybe but they'll be able to play football until thirty four. I mean, like, you know,
1: I have been I've been at UPS for almost 17, 18 years, but I've been driving probably a good solid seven, almost ten years. And my sh- my body hurts. I'm forty one and just look at his shoulder. L4, L5 in my back. Yeah, me too. All this yeah, stuff, yeah. and it's like I'm only 41. How are we gonna make a retirement at what 55? Go to or, feeder, dog. You know, I know, but I don't want to gain all that weight. Anyways, uh, yeah, it it with that sports, it's just uh, it's intense, and that's why I, like I look at like Donald Cerrone, like I think he's he's, he's fighting. fighting Conor McGregor. See, that's uh, I can't believe that.
0: That's yeah, Donald. I love the dude too. Do you ever hear a story of when he almost died from scuba diving on Joe Rogan? Cerrone? Yeah, no. so he likes doing the extreme stuff. And yeah. what happened was uh, he likes doing, you know, he, he bungee jumps, he skydives. He yeah, does he all does that racing. He does everything cr- extreme. And so he started scuba diving. Mm-hmm. And then there's these, you know, tunnels you go in. But when you go in, they're pitch black. So you got to leave rope behind. And there's always a trail. Just like if you go hiking in the mountains, mm-hmm. there's always going to be a trail of something for people mm-hmm. to know where they're going. Mm-hmm. And so same thing. He was going in these caves. And something, he was following his buddy, something happened, his, his buddy got tangled up. And the first thing that you're taught is, if something goes wrong, you gotta go, mm-hmm. you gotta go. You, you, there's no time to say, but he thought, okay, I'm gonna go back and try to get him. Mm-hmm. And he got fucking lost. Oh, and he only had a certain oh. amount of time in his oxygen tank, and he tells the whole story. And Joe Rogan, go listen to it, folks. If you guys haven't heard heard that story, I got goosebumps and i cried because the story he told was real and it was legit and he goes fuck, and, you know he he just had his kid his wife oh yeah and, and man that story hit me that made me even more of a donald stroney fan mm-hmm. so for him to take those extra contracts i i would disagree but you know what he he's a man he knows what he's doing yeah he and you better. know but i don't know man once you get knocked out
1: fuck. oh uh, his last. The very few his, people though his last fight was with uh what? Gaethje. G- yeah, just Justin,
0: Justin Gaethje, dude. It that is- dude smacked him to another oh, world, oh, dude. And I Gaethje scary. I would have loved to see McGregor and Gaethje. But yeah. Gaethje would fucking nim- eliminate fucking McGregor. Dude. But
1: before that fight, Cerrone was like on a seven fight win streak, some five or six. He was on some some crazy win streak. Hey, Frank, real quick. Sorry, brother. Can you get
0: my other drink in there and pour a little bit of grapefruit in there? Thanks. I don't want to get up. <laughs> I'm going to comfort yeah, comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, sir. Hey, uh, Frank's so, yeah, here.
1: That I don't. Uh, okay. I don't. Uh,
0: yeah, man. Go
1: do your thing. Then McGregor. I'm not saying McGregor's washed up, but after that Mayweather fight, boxing fight, he's just kind of, I think he, I feel he stepped back from MMA and he took a long break. And when he came back, he fought Khabib, right? Mm-hmm. And now, ahead, I'm saying. and now, no, I'm, trying, I'm just like just want to make sure. My buddy said last week, he goes,
0: "Doug, what are you doing in there making drinks?" <laughs> yeah, we're making <laughs> drinks. It's a fucking, I'm, it's a podcast, man. I'm relaxed.
1: And so now,
0: so K- go ahead, continue. K- K- Khabib Sorry, Khabib
1: is fighting uh, Tony Ferguson in April. I can't wait I mean. for that one. And I asked my roommate about this because I, I, am not a big Ferguson fan, but I mean, my, my boy, he he's a, he, he he's trains a, he's in he's Santa Ana. Supposedly, really? he looks like
0: one of those warehouses that I delivered to. Probably. But I think it's out. borderline Costa Mesa, yeah, Ana.
1: Probably Costa Mesa. Like you know, that's the nicer-ish part. But uh, yeah, Ferguson destroyed. Uh, gosh, they had to call the fight. Was it Diaz? Which one? His Ferguson's last fight. Oh, uh, it was Diaz, right? No, it's Pettis. Yes, yes, yes. Eliminated Pettis. Yeah. Annihilated him. I was thinking basketball, basketball, Oh, uh, Mazadol. Mazadol. Yes
0: mazoda that dude's another fucking I, guy. Uh, That's
1: a killer yeah diaz was like i called him Called him not called him out, but I, he's like he was like right there where I feel he's at my level, but I didn't realize this guy's upbringing and how he fought. Like he's from Miami.
0: You never saw the fucking videos I of him never, and Kimbo Slice? No, I not oh. not until not
1: until he was fighting Diaz. Oh, I used to watch all and those I films, saw dude. Those I used to I watch them like, as a young kid, fucking in the I, backyard. I remember those fights, dude. Because do you remember Kim, him now? Yeah, I remember Kimbo Slice. I remember that the the famous Kimbo Slice fight. One of them, the black dudes just beating him, and his eyes like almost out of the socket. Oh yeah, remember and that one? And it was like Those dudes are big oh, gorillas, man. dude. And yeah, but Kimbo was like a beast, but he just <clears throat> his stamina. I mean, you don't really need it at that size, I guess. But when he would fight, when he went UFC, mm-hmm. and then did he do one F not one FC? Didn't he do a not Bellator? What's the other one before it became UFC?
0: W- um. Uh. No, strike, I think he, strike force? No, I don't think he was a strike no? force, was okay. he? Maybe. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. Thought, but anyways, uh he would do he would be fifty fifty in the fights. Mm. Like well he, which is the one didn't he fight that one guy? What was his name? He had the afro, he does the backyard brawls. Mm-hmm. He has an afro and it's slanted up the top. Mm-hmm. That dude didn't he die or have a heart attack after the fight? Ah uh, that I they don't know. They were having beef because they were both from Miami they were both supporting the <laughs> fighters. That I know I don't know about. Oh man, he he was on. They were on like that one fight, fight or fight one or whatever. There's so many of them now.
1: I know. There's like what were um and was it uh Mighty Mouse? What's his name? Johnson. Yeah, he, he went, went to H- Sh- Johnson. Yeah, he went to, he
0: went to one championship, right? Yeah. There's that one. Yeah, um, he, he went over there. So did uh, what is it? He he made Eddie Lopez. Yeah, he made,
1: he Ed, makes Ed, he makes so much money. Makes no, no, Eddie more, Alvarez. My bad. Yeah, he makes so much more money there with the versus UFC. Because with USC they really limit the guys. Even Bellator, where's the money going? Who's getting all the money then? all the investors? <laughs> whoever, man. The whoever came up with <laughs> yeah. that idea, huh? Because now, like, even at Bellator, like, what if jo- what if what did
0: uh, what did Dana White get? Didn't he get because he sold the hit the the his brothers, group.
1: the two brothers that started it? Yeah. The for
0: Feroji for
1: damn it, dude. Yeah. It I can't,
0: can't turn my phone on because then it'll make all the noise. I just uh, realized that. So maybe you could do it. The Fergie Brothers or whatever. see
1: it probably cause, uh... So, anyways, let's go on with they that. Oh, keep going? Yeah, yeah well, the anyways,
0: they, he they sold. so Dan and White came to these two brothers that own, that own casinos in Vegas. Mm. It starts with the ass, the Ferrogi mm. Brothers. I don't know. Look it up. Um, they start, That's how the UFC started. And then it grew. And they showed their, their shares to I don't know mm. who. Dana White cut, got cut out too. Mm-hmm. He got four billion from it, mm-hmm. okay. And then he's still on as the president. He's still helping the and company. And he's getting his salary. Yeah, and he's getting a salary. But man, magic coming up with that and being able to d- d- just to something come that yeah. you
1: love that you like to do. Mm-hmm. Like Come on, like EOC, like you
0: it's the toughest sport out there. Yeah, and it's evolution. developing,
1: and, and
0: and people are getting. I mean, now you're watching these upcoming kids, dude. You know, just come in and just doing all kinds of crazy moves and just knocking fools out. My my son just got his black belt in Taekwondo. Yeah, I
1: remember. You know you what I
0: mean? Finally, you know, we got it for him and he's all pumped up now. Like it's it's like second level for him. Mm-hmm. So now he's coming home doing all kinds of moves. He's doing good <laughs> in school now. I'm like, holy shit! You know, what do I go from here? You know, just but I'm just gonna keep him in there. You know, I was thinking, oh, I'll put him in boxing or jujitsu um, and stuff just, like that. Yeah,
1: put him in like I don't know how how it works where you take them, but I'm sure they do sparring. Yeah. You know, they do they, sparring and they all work that. with other kids and stuff like that. And then when I did take Taekwondo was like when I was a kid, but honestly I was a big wuss, you know, like mm. I, so I went from that to basketball and football and even with football, my grandmother didn't want me to play football because she just didn't want me to get hurt. But you know, I'm a big guy. Mm-hmm. So like, it was just funny. Like all my coaches, like we need you to come out there and play. And I'm like, but my grandma wouldn't sign my permission slip. But and, and where, where, where where were you living at at this time? I was in City of Orange. Okay, okay. I grew up in City of Orange mm-hmm. my whole life basically. Mm-hmm. It was Orange County mostly, like Buena Park, sometimes Santa, most Santa Ana. But your grandma raised you or what? Yeah, yeah. After my uh, parents had passed away when I was six, my grandmother oh. took me in. But there was I don't remember
0: s- you telling me telling me this. Tell, tell the audience what happened. So there was little, little,
1: like when I was six years old, my parents had passed away. Child would pass away. What they pass away with? Uh, they got in a car accident, a oh. DUI, a DUI, a drunk driver hit them. Holy yes. smoke! And I, it's still. I'm 41, and I still remember that day. That wow. night they dropped me off because it's pretty trippy. Because I just remember waiting for them to come pick me up. I remember living, sitting in the living room, playing with my Legos. My grandma had gone to the shower, getting ready for bed, and you know I was just excited as a kid, just waiting for them to come back. And I waited and waited, and I fell asleep. And then when the doorbell rang, I was excited, opened the door, and it was the cops. Whoa. And I was like, oh, What sh- city was this in? City of Orange. Holy smoke. And uh, I was so nervous. Like, it, in my gut, I had like a reaction of Ooh. Like, something was wrong. And then and there Is a guardian or parent. Or is your guardian here? I'm like, Yeah. So I got my grandmother. She came And that's your mom's girl. mom? Yes. Okay. And I uh, went to the door, and uh, I was kind of like in the shadows, like kind of listening, but they couldn't see me. So I heard them, and then. My grandma told me eventually, but I just knew something went wrong. You know, I, I'd ask, you know, where's mom and dad? And she's like, oh, you know, she gave me some kind of story. And she just didn't want to, like, I don't know, break my heart, but, like, just she didn't know how to tell me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then finally, you know, like, time had gone on, and I just thought, like, I, I know now. I think I know. But to me, it felt like a, a dream for the longest time.
0: Like, you know what?
1: You know, like it didn't, like it was like this. Is this really happening? Oh, like you, like mine. Like like, yeah. like, am I in a dream? Like, is this like happening? It like it was weird because I was so used. So to your that. grandma raised you this whole time. Yeah, and she passed away probably about I'd say five. It's been s- almost six years now.
0: So you don't. Ha- so you have another brother, right?
1: Yeah, I have an older brother. An we older have the brother. same mom. How is it? Brother. How
0: old, much older is your brother?
1: He is, I want to say, early late forties. Okay, to ten years old, nine years old. So it's a big so age So he's 48, gap. 48. Yeah, yeah. He's a big age gap. So when I was six, he was a teenager. He was about 12, 13. And so after that happened, he rebelled. Like oh. He just, I'm not going to school. He started doing drugs, started drinking. Damn, man. That's my, gotta be my tough. Grandma, dude. My grandma didn't really n- know how to reti- handle it because she's retired. She had just, I think, fairly r- recently retired. You know, she paid off the house. You know, she was in a comfortable space. And then all of a sudden, her daughter dies. And then she's left with her two grandchildren. And so she took us in, of course, the kindness of her heart. She never had to do that, but she did. That's just the type of woman that she was. Mm -hmm. And so my brother just gave her hell. (laughs) You know, like, I had to say that, but, like. He just went down. Man, so, path. I mean, I wish I would have met
0: your grandma, bro. He, I would yeah. I would have gave her a big hug and a kiss, man, because yeah. she sounds like a beautiful woman. Yeah. Because the man that's sitting across from me today, dude, is a great man. And that's why you're on this podcast, brother. Oh, and I, I salute you again. That's two Appreciate in a row, bro. Appreciate it. But, man, yeah. T- so t- tell us a little bit more, you know. T- I mean, you know, keep going. Well,
1: with that, like, in between there, I had a. Uh like my, my really good boy my, my best friend I mean I sound like my best friend like we're childish but I've known him for like almost 30 years him and his whole family his mom calls me son I call her mom like without that family there being like a real support group for me I mm-hmm. feel and they know that and they don't say it but I just know that without them being there along the way I would not be where I'm at yeah today I, I get a little choked up no it's all it. right but man hey I just, just spent the holidays with him and it was just it was a trip you know I, I saw him on uh, these are know, your I, neighbors uh no my friend my family and like, I grew up with like a like, second family my boy like uh, how'd you meet him from school yeah uh, middle school middle school and high school freshman year we he's one year younger than me and we were playing basketball okay and, uh he he was a much better athlete than I was. <laughs> so, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, when, yeah, you're, yeah. When, when you're playing against someone that's better at you, any kind of sport or anything, you tend to get more aggressive, to be more, like, on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, he, he was just uh, – he's schooling me. You know, he's dropping threes on me. I, anything I did, I couldn't block him. I mm, couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, that year I had to sit the bench. But I had no hatred towards him. But, like, one day after practice, i will say, hey, uh, he was sitting there just reading a book. He's sitting there reading a book, you know. <laughs> I laugh about it because mm-hmm. kids, most kids don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, he had must have been I was a bit mature at that age. Oh yeah, he's really mature. We we kind of have like a similar upbringing in a sense, like we both lost somebody in our lives. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I asked, I offer him a ride. I'm like, you want to ride home? He's like, uh, it's kind of far. I'm like, and I'm like walking distance from my school, but his sister always had to pick him up from school, and so he lived up the hill, like mm-hmm. like where my route is off Chapman and. Chapman and Jamboree by Peter's Canyon. Okay, that's where he lived, mm-hmm. and the school was over by Chapman and uh, Prospect El Medina by okay. the by the 55 in Chapman. Okay, so he lived that. That's that's
0: why like, you took that route on no, the area. No,
1: no, I didn't really take that route for that reason. It just coincidentally happened. For so. the listeners out there, uh, Josh actually he, he does work for UPS. He's
0: a driver. He drives it. He drives in the area. Um, the, uh, it's up in the hills if you guys ever been it's like orange Um they
1: call it Santa Ana Heights Santa Ana <laughs> Heights
0: It's real beautiful up there but it's it's a nice little getaway area if, if, if people that live in Orange County there are places that when you go up there you don't feel like you're in Orange County anymore. Yeah, you're just out so you're village, like out in that area
1: man's land okay so' continue so uh, yeah I had to come home and uh, back then you know we didn't I didn't have money. And like maybe five bucks allowance a day, 10 bucks. And uh, I had like no gas. So luckily I was coming down the hill. I just put it in neutral and I just cruised down (laughs) Chapman the whole way. Mm -hmm. So after that, I mean, we would hang out like, you know. So you're already driving. Yeah, yeah, I was fifteen. So this isn't middle school. This is like, like high school. Fifteen, yeah, fifteen.
0: So you were driving at fifteen already? Yeah, shit. Back then you got like 15. well, I did too. I mean, I I, I just got my permit when I was fifteen, and I got my license on my sixteenth birthday. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, okay. So that's. And I that's was not old. middle school dog. That's like junior. Well, sophomore I, know. Here. I knew him from. Oh, but middle school. you knew him from knew middle, school. F- middle school. I never. But really that. Talked. But you really talked to him until that yeah, point. Yeah, until like okay. we interacted and we, okay. we played
1: ball together. And that was the thing, and like I had to guard him. And he, I say he's got the gift of gab, and he can talk shit. And like he knew how to get in my head. Mm-hmm. So when you, whenever I play sports and someone gets in my head, oh. it just flusters me and it throws me off. I he's do. got those mind yes, games, huh? Yes.
0: Did he go far with sports? Or
1: I yeah, mean? he he went to Long Beach State and he played uh, volleyball. He was good. Yeah. But he just his knees, he tore the up his both his, his ACLs yeah I mean I'd like of, to meet
0: like, this guy man he sounds yeah. he sounds like what is he doing now is with the
1: he does real estate
0: okay <laughs> 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 no we're not laughing at that <laughs> <laughs> we're not laughing at that <laughs> I'm just laughing because I know people the homies I'm gonna go meet homies right now yeah. and, and they're they're in real estate too yeah. you know I me mean? but hey dude there's nothing wrong with it you I know? know you if you can talk and get in people's minds yeah see, you can sell a fucking see, that's house what I'm saying like yeah, he's, I couldn't sell a fucking house, dude. I'm going to go, you want this I'm bitch awful. or not? I know. Like, I'm fucking out. What's your problem? The you Raiders play at 10, <laughs> fool. You <laughs> want the up. house or not? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. Hurry up, man. <laughs> I got things to do. Yeah. But no, there's there's money to be made. I know people who make good money from yeah. it. So uh, shout out to your boy. What's his name? Locke. Locke, man. Hey, man. Thank you for taking care of my brother, man. He's a good dude. So you met the dude. Met the homies. Mm-hmm. That's you. So you guys started hanging out, mm-hmm. being close over. So you guys been friends since you guys were 15. Yeah. yeah. Like
1: 25 years, 26.
0: Damn. Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you this, though. I got like 20 of those dudes uh-huh. that fucking have raised me. Uh-huh. You know, I can tell you this. He raised a good man. You know what I mean? You guys, you guys, all my homies. Uh, right now, we're getting together at the end of the season for a fantasy football league. And there's probably going to be about 10 or 12 of us. And I've known these dudes since I was way young, your age, you mm-hmm. know, and like those get togethers, I, I, I can't wait to go and, and mm-hmm. be with my brothers. You know what I mean? Cause like, I don't get to see them every day. Cause Hey, we got family, yeah, we got work, you know what I mean? But we always remember where we come from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Remember where we come from. That's my family over there too. And yeah, I'll get teary eyed too, because every one of those dudes that I'm going to go see right now, mm-hmm. they'll be there for me at one call. Yeah. I had a homie if tell me that one time he goes Gax. He goes, if I ever had a problem, he goes, I'd call you. Yeah. yeah. He goes in, he goes, then I got my brothers, you know, <laughs> he goes, but you'd be the first. And, 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 and I got tear. I go, that's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. I realized by starting this podcast and doing everything I'm doing now is because. This is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I found my reason, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? To, 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 to let people know that, Hey man, there's going to be suffering. There's going to be trials. There's going to be tribulations but through family friends mm-hmm. and, and and growth well, as far as you know going yeah, through life you're a gonna get there
1: your support group yeah you know like 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 again I go back saying like without them I wouldn't I probably would have gone at one point the bad path if they weren't there because I would have been like I'm doing so good you know and you, you do so well like you're doing fine and something always happens, but you're going you to like,
0: you're gonna have to question <coughs> why? Yeah.
1: You're gonna, always going to have that
0: question. Why? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you have, you've had that question since you were young. You're like, mm-hmm. why? Yes. And you're going I on question that journey. Everything.
1: Yeah. Everything, I everything question, now. And so like I, I, I realized it with my bosses now and I'm like, I'm not a defiant guy, mm-hmm. you know, I'm pretty mellow. Like, but when they tell me to do something a certain way, I always say, why? Like, why don't you just let me do it my way it's 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 perfectly working fine for me it's not working for you so what problem are you having and maybe i can try to fix it mm-hmm. change something i don't like it when they tell me hey you got to do it this way because i said so that's a le- you know like it's like give me a direct order and mm-hmm. i feel like this is i'm not in the military mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i don't I don't, mm-hmm. I don't i don't like when people come at me that way i don't think anyone does but uh, at times you know at work That's how it feels like they're like, oh, I'm giving you like a direct order. This is it. Did you don't you don't like to be told what to do? Yes. Which is probably why I'm single.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, I I feel you on that, man. I I definitely don't like look at like when I report to work, you're you get to tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. You know, but then we have a union that, hey, you could tell me what to do. But now you get to tell me what to do at a certain level. Yes. you know what I mean, you can't tell me, you know, you're going too slow, you piece of shit. yeah. Then, hey, you can't say it that yeah. way, you know what I mean? And then they come at, oh well, your numbers are slowing down. What's mm-hmm. wrong? Oh you know what's going on? Well yeah. what do you think? There's it's cons- fucking life. <laughs> and you know, know what, what I mean? I'm not a fucking robot. I'm yeah. not a battery dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, I, trust me, 10 weeks off, I had to, you know, reset the body, the, the body and mm. the mind and the soul. And yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm like, okay, I get it now. Mm. You know what I mean? But then four years later, here I am in the same situation. So that's why starting this podcast is, is something that could I, I want to learn. Outlet. Yeah. This is my therapy. I told him <laughs> yeah. last time, this is my therapy. I get to come in mm. and, and talk with a good friend and We can open up and let people know, man. Hey dude, I don't have any, I don't have one problem fucking crying. I love fucking crying. Give me a chance and I'll cry. But this podcast is here to influence, to learn and and to gain trust around, around open up. You know what I mean? Stop shouting out, you know what I mean? And, and you, you coming in and open up on this podcast and telling your story, Mm -hmm. you know, just like Jared, you know what I mean? You know some other guy you know other people haven't you
1: know yeah. they, they, they no, come I, in I we, totally yeah. agree. like i turned 41 in june and um much like yourself when you're taking that leave of absence i was just things weren't feeling right like my mind and like my body and i was just like what am i doing i'm just spinning my wheels every day mm-hmm. i'm not moving forward mm-hmm. i'm just staying stagnant it's like you take Three steps, four. You're taking four steps back. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like what, it like day by day. And finally, I went and I saw a psychologist. And uh,
0: you should always I go see guess. my doctor, Doctor Narenberg. Yes, yeah, so I, I need to check him oh, out. Oh, we're gonna get but, you. Uh, we're gonna get you right. But but, but it's man, okay.
1: they sent me to this place in mm-hmm. Huntington Beach, <laughs> and it was like, oh, okay. First thing first, I called corporate. I set it all up. You called corporate, UPS. Yes. Oh, you should have just come to me. I, I would have hooked you up. Anyways, I went to call okay. corporate. Set it up, okay. And then I just told them all these problems and what I was feeling. And they were like, Are you okay? Do we need to call 911? I'm like, Oh, whoa. I know. No, I was like, Whoa, no, no. I'm just, and I was just like, I was really drunk at the time and I, I was taking pills. Okay. And what kind of pills are you taking? I was just taking pet pain, 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 yeah, pain pill. What kind of pain pills were really? <laughs> you got any? <laughs> Not all, no, <laughs> Hydrocodone. Just, no, like, <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> Okay. It's okay. Yeah. You are lightweight. lightweight,
0: You're an ideal code. That's where it starts. But (laughs) Hey,
1: I'm glad you're, you're well enough to catch it. And so I call him and like, honestly, (laughs) I was on the phone. I was crying and like my roommates in the next room and I'm like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) just Leave me alone. I was like a little kid. And so uh, I finished the call and so then when was it, when did this happen? June. This okay. Last June, okay. Cause I turned 41, and I was like, I, w- I was so like you left freaking it. out, but I didn't leave. I was taking intervals of time off. I'll take a week off, and I'll take a day off. Like you know, like oh it, yeah, they, they I was taking on. days off, getting days so off. Like I and was kind of yeah. doing that, allocating my days. But little by little, it was like it, I told him it's all stemming from work, and yeah. I feel a lot of stress and pressure mm-hmm. and all this. But that's life. You, you know, you got all these factors mm-hmm. in life you're stressing out about. And so that I told them I've been turning up pills and alcohol and drugs, <laughs> you know. And I I, st- I hated doing drugs, <laughs> but I. A, but but so I, what happened? Tell me what so happened. nothing. I'm like okay now. No, I know, like, but I'm,
0: not with that. But with work, what did they do?
1: Oh, they they pulled back. They like backed off. Oh, so they I, were
0: giving you days off? Yeah. So what you, no you called the eight hundred number?
1: Yeah.
0: And you said, hey, I'm stressed out. I'm about ready to blow my brains out. No, down. no, no. I was well, just like, it was like,
1: a, like an FMLA. It was, it was, they put me on FMLA yeah. for a year. So, from June to June, I'm allowed four days a month for an entire year. I didn't know you could do that. I, <laughs> I'm going to call the other number on Monday, though. Okay? <laughs> hey, I'm feeling a lot of stress right now.
0: <laughs> and but you oh, want yeah, to call 911, you might have to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it worked out that way. But as of Well, late, you at least they didn't put you in a no drug program or anything like no, that. No, they were actually going to put me in, like, a sober living. But the psychologist. Yeah, I've been offered that like, before. They yeah. Were, they were going to put me in it. And I was like, you know, I'm pretty well well with it. I don't think I it's not where I wake up and I'm jonesing and I'm like, I need a drink, I need a drink. Mm-hmm, it's not mm-hmm. like that. It's like, if I have a drink, I'm gonna have two. I'm gonna have two. I'm gonna have four. If I'm gonna have four. I'm gonna have eight. Fuck it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's go. You know, let's finish this bottle. <laughs> fucking get you it. Know, like, Is that
0: why you brought that big ass bottle? No. <laughs> we ain't finishing that shit, bro. Oh, no, not today. No, not know? I gotta
1: go home. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah. Drive. We're going to work.
0: We got some work tomorrow at oh, seven AM dog. We can't be crazy, all that. dude. But I've never been up at work that early ever. Yeah, me either, dude. We're gonna go do it and see what happens. It's another I, adventure. I to me, it's another adventure. Yeah. At least I'm not withdrawing and I'm I, sober. Yeah,
1: and I and I really think that like we're gonna finish a lot earlier too, because like so- Saturday, they all mm-hmm. like everyone needs to come in, everyone needs to come in and mm-hmm. you know, uh yeah, setting to work and Ray calls and he's okay. like, Hey, uh you, where are you? I'm like about to head to work. He's like, you want the day off? I'm yeah. Like, he asked me for the yeah. day off and I had
0: to, uh, I took the day off. I was like, yeah, I mean, but anyways, we got to go back. We're not finishing it's, it's, the story. We're getting off track. Um. So they
1: put you on FMLA, mm-hmm. you know, did they offer you any type of counseling or anything like yeah, that? Yeah. Counseling, a lot of uh therapy sessions. So Absolutely. like, I was going with this story because you're talking about this is your. Therapy yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. That's how what led me to this conversation. Okay. So go I for did it. get yeah. off track. So i was going i do go to therapy and i do these therapy sessions and then they are a trip and then you know my boy always teases me he's like is it like goodwill honey?" Yeah. You know? yeah he's like you're all solving he's problems he's like he's like no. he's like, a <laughs> jock he, he just goes it's, it's not your fault it's not your fault <laughs> not He you. trying to give me a hug you know that <laughs> scene with Matt dude Gannon. i'm telling you therapy and is great it's dude. because it, it's it's an unbiased Opinion about what you're going through and and what's happening,
0: but you gotta be ready. You gotta be open because they might say some shit and you go, "Oh fuck," you know? Okay, (laughs) okay, and you go think about it. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I, 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 I say this: if if you're going through whatever you're going through get therapy, get therapy because yeah. at some point the homies
1: could be there for you, but they, but just, they're, yeah, they just like, they're, they're going to give you from their perspective, their experience. Go they, see a therapist because they've known you for so long yeah. and they're just like, Oh, you've always been that way. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> you yeah, you're right. Way. So you've always been a some, pill addict. Yeah. There's some always been me. an alcoholic. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> your obsessive compulsive behavior. I'm like, what? I know I pick something up. I do it. I get really addicted to it. And I'm just like, hooked. you know, like, alcohol pills and <laughs> booze. Isn't the best thing for me? I that. Not when you're
0: working 12 hours a day. <laughs> yeah. No, I have an addictive personality too. Yeah. I think, you we, know what I mean? It's, it's about finding that, that perfect path. I drove by today down Commonwealth in Fullerton to, to go pick up Frank for the studio. And I was driving by and I, I told, I told you know, my lady, I go, Hey, I feel like, I'm getting a head cold I feel like I'm getting sick mm-hmm. You know Cause usually I work out Before I come to a podcast And I woke up And I was like Man I wasn't feeling it You know I go But you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna Dress up nice I'm gonna put some nice clothes on You know And I'm gonna I go I gotta make up for What I You know mm-hmm. You know What I'm doing here You know A routine A routine that's benefiting me So I'm driving down Commonwealth And I see the big old line The line To this building That no one knows exists But they give you methadone up there yeah. Shots of it And I, trust me I tried to get in that line one day <laughs> And the doctor wasn't available So he didn't I didn't get a script So I had to go back to where I went Where I was my pa- I was at my parents' house You know I, I went to ask for help My dad took him in methadone clinic And I had thrown uh, You know We got on my knees And we prayed And I was like I'm gonna beat this addiction You know And I threw the, the those pills out You know The Oxycons The Roxy's The 30 30MG's 30 Best pills on the planet <laughs> full of heroin. <laughs> so, anyways, we go. He takes me to, the, you know, I'm praising Jesus. I so thank you, God. And I go home, I go to sleep. So, he takes me to that same spot I drove by today. Mm-hmm. And, then, you know, I walk up there and I tell him I need help, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they said, Well, the doctor's not here. But you know what pissed me off? What they said after that? They said, How'd you hear from this place? And I walked down. Mm -hmm. It was raining that day, started to rain. Mm -hmm. I drove right back to where my parents' house was, and I sat there on my knees crying, looking for the pills, because I knew the withdrawals and knew what was going to come after that. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time I was like, man, we we live in a failed system. Yes. You know, we live in a failed system. And so, you know, going back, driving by, and I'm seeing them there, Mm -hmm. all just sitting there waiting for that door to open. And I just look and I go, man, that's a fucking rat trap. Yes. That's a rat trap.
1: you so know yeah they, they had given me two uh two scripts they gave me tri- trimethadol it's an antidepressant and uh i had a, the reason why i told him i was drinking so much after work i can't just settle down so i would drink and i'd steal about my day i'd be like oh, you know i <laughs> so i'd sit there i smoke drink you know i smoke like half a pack of cigarettes and drink like half a bottle and then I'd, before i know it, it's like one two o'clock in the morning so i go i i Take a shower. I lay down. I, I still can't sleep. It's 3.30 in the morning. Fuck. I got to wake up at 7.30. I got four mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're. And then so I told them, oh, I think we have insomnia. So they gave me Ambien. I'm like, oh, I just give me all kinds of. Oh, pills. trust so they're, me. I, they're yeah. like, oh, here, take this. Take that. Oh give you fucking so that. I know. Just, you just got to tell them what, what it is. Like, honestly, go to, what is that, Wikipedia? And find the symptoms and read that symptoms off to them. And to get that medication, they will give you that medication. Because they just sit there little notepad. They're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. okay, yeah. As long as your insurance is paying for it or whoever, they're getting getting whatever Mm -hmm. big pharma, dude, it's just nuts. And so like I started taking these pills and I, in the morning I felt groggy and I got, I got, I gained weight. I was, uh, and I asked them, is it (laughs) like, it's an important question to me. Is it safe to drink on these, these pills that I have? They're like, oh yeah, it's not a, it's not an opioid. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, yes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can still have a drink. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. So I would drink. The same, taking the pills, but I drink the same, especially on weekends. And dude, it was, I was throwing up, I was two, three drinks, I was done, and I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, I, I can't drink and do these pills. So I was like, what, what's the priority? Taking these pills or drinking? <laughs> so I, I was like, so I quit the pills. <laughs> but yeah, I that's quit, a smart I idea. Quit the pills. <laughs> But I didn't drink as much. I was drinking heavily every day. Like honestly it was seven finishing a seven fifty milliliter bottle every day or if not every day, every other day. And on the weekends I would kill a Costco. Well one. then did
0: you tell me you had diabetes? Yeah. So you're still doing this with diabetes? Yes. So but like, I, I had winged man. off
1: I winged off the diabetes because I had changed my diet. Diet. And but and so you saying exchange, you exchanged fast ins- food yes. for liquor. Yes, basically, <laughs> tit for tat. I'm on a, I went from, I went I'm on from, a whole liquor from, diet. Yeah, I know. I drink my calories now, so.
0: Oh, shit. Got a special guest in the house, dog. <laughs> We're recording live, dog. You're going to walk in on me. <laughs> what's up, dog? <laughs> what's up, Eddie right Lopez in the house, another co-worker. What's, what's up, up, dog? We're recording gosh. right now.
1: I man? Yeah, yeah man. Well, shit, let's get back to the story. So, so I went from basically tit for tat, and uh, I no more of the pills. I just stick to booze, but I do it twice a week. Not as heavily, mm-hmm. but only if it's an occasion, you know, I, you, you, you don't, you want to know
0: why you don't want You want to know why you're doing that? Hmm. Cause you're lonely dog. <laughs> yeah. You're lonely. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's taking up that en- ep- empty time, yeah. taking up that empty space. Well, and I spend
1: a lot of time by myself too. Like honestly, I, re- I reserve myself a lot. I'm gonna
0: tell you this though: I I used to hate being alone. I had to mm-hmm. be around a, a group of friends. I got a bunch of group of friends. I got, I got Vietnamese homie, mm-hmm. that's a crew. I got a Filipino homie, that's a crew. I got a Samoan homie, that's a crew. And I got a neighborhood, you know, that's full of everybody. You know, and then I got my coworkers crew and I got, I got the homie, my cousin's crew. Like I got a bunch of people that I know. And growing up, I always wanted to be around people always wanted to be in, in the mix. And when, and when I had my own pad in Corona, mm-hmm. my lady had to move out to take care of her sick dad. So I lived by myself and it was the most scariest thing in my life. Cause I was always so used to having people around me. Even growing up, I had my, I had to share a room with my brother. You know, even when I moved when I moved out, you know, my lady at 24, you know, it, it was just us. So now I went from that to being by myself. It was hard for me. Yeah, I was drinking by myself. You know, I was trying to get a homie over it so I could cook and you know, and and I got into some deep stuff, you know, smoking weed, yeah, and taking yeah. pills and, and, see, and, and then hmm. look at I saw there was things going on and I realized the only way I can live at peace Is if I'm at peace in myself and me doing all those negative things, those Mm -hmm. negative reactions came back upon me. And so I couldn't uh, live being by myself. I had to be around the crowd. But now, hold on. But now that I've been through that, there's no more. There's so much peace. Even with me being by myself, I'm Mm -hmm. at peace now. So we have to evaluate ourselves and go, hey, man, what is right and what is wrong? And you know what's right because you're here on the podcast talking well, to
1: me. Yeah. First of all, like it's like I, I grew up. My grandmother raised me is super religious, dude. I was Mormon. I was, grew up Mormon for like, oh, shit. Story not, gets not, even did deeper. Not, did not do drugs and smoked and drink. Yeah, you know, me too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Till like my mid 20s. And so when I started doing all that stuff, I just kind of like got hooked. But like the, where, where you say you want people around you. I've always had people around me, but now that I've gotten older, I don't want people around me. Like, I want to, like, I've, I've bottled myself. Like, I get invited to this and that, and I'm always, I shoot it down quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm never like, yeah, yeah. No, no I'm like that do too, dog. I get
0: it. invited to a lot of, of things, like, and I, I just say, I no, pick I'm and not, choose now. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, it. everybody's on their own journey, they're mm-hmm. on their own road. And, and the uh, thing,
1: go ahead. The thing with that is, like, I've shot them down so many times, and they say, "Hey, they we, stopped calling." They you. went, we went, we went here. I'm like, "Why didn't you go?" Because you always say no, and no. I'm like, uh, you know, you got a point." Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I can't fault them for that. And then, dude, like, there's been so many times, like, when I do go out, my boys, I've acted fool so many times in the past. In the past, mm-hmm. but I say, like, in only the past like five, six years, I've kind of gotten my shit together. Where I realized, hey, we're getting older. They're all family men, and, you mm-hmm. know, like, they go out to have fun. I don't – you know, they're all married with kids, and I'm not. And here I am spoiling their good time. And it's like I'm not a joy to be around. So now I can see why they don't want me to be around them. And, and I don't fault them for that, but that was, like, where I was, and I was just a belligerent hot mess. Yeah. You know? Like, and if, it, if from looking at their perspective, I'm like, I don't want to call that guy out because mm-hmm. every time – Yeah, shit faced, or he starts a fight or, you know, he does something or another where we all get kicked out and it just ruins it.
0: My cousin says it the best. He goes, we go, we went in a club one day and I go, dude, we're already fucked up. He goes, I don't care. He goes, they're going to carry me out like they carried out Jesus of the cross. And sure enough, they did that night. They carried him out
1: like this. And I said, hey, man, I salute you, but I don't won't be me. It's embarrassing, dude. There's one time this guy, this random person out, and he's like, dude, uh, you, you were fucked up last week at that club. I'm like, what? And he said the club I was at, I was so embarrassed. This is some random dude, you know? Could you imagine that, like a celebrity, being a celebrity, not being able to do shit like that because of cell phones and cameras. Dude, everything, you're under so much scrutiny. I'm just saying like people just recording and taking pictures of you acting a fool like that.
0: Well, you being on this podcast and you, you coming out telling your, ba- your background story, you know, we, I don't want to get through your whole damn story on mm-hmm. this podcast, bro. Cause there's a lot and we'll, we'll definitely struggle off, mm-hmm. you know, but first things first, man, you, you're on the right path. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What do you have planned now that you've been on this podcast and you're on the, and you're on the bright light. Because people are going to ask
1: about you. I'm going to hear about you all the time. Well, hey, what
0: up at him, dude? Is he okay? Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: When well, that no, I, I've, I I've got my family in Kansas. It's my um, mom's um, sister. She lives in Kansas. She uh, she recently had a stroke. It's not, she's doing okay. She's going to be all right. But uh, my other family, too, they're out in Arizona. Everyone that has been here since my grandma's passing, they've moved out of Southern California, except myself, uh, my older brother. And my uncle, so my uncle's still at my grandmother's house. We're trying to sell the house and just divide it up. Yeah, I know, but but um, with that, I'm saying is like moving forward, I'm looking to possibly transferring to Arizona. I can't go to Kansas because it's not the Western mm-hmm. region or whatever. What well, makes you want to
0: go to Arizona?
1: Uh, my nieces. Okay. Like I just actually went out there for her uh, sweet sixteen. I've never had to do anything like that before, and she asked. Her dad's not in the picture in her life, and. She asked me to walk her out, mm-hmm. and she had asked me around my birthday time, June, July, and I said had said yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't like saying no to her, and so um, yeah. time had came up, and I just didn't want to flake. So I I went out there about a few weeks ago. I walked her out, and uh, it was really cool, and she really talked to me. What I, part of Arizona? Uh, Phoenix. And my uh, boy,
0: Jerry, he was on episode two. He lives to Phoenix. Really? Yeah, it's not that bad. Shout out to Jerry.
1: It's not that bad. Like, it's just, my boy. It's a, it's a my other boy,
0: he went. He got elevation sickness.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a little different. It's just the weather. I think he's a little dry. over 7000 feet above elevation. Yeah. So just them growing up without a father and their mom is around. And then she's my cut. I call him my nieces. Like, you know, my culture growing up, they were always taught our cousins like our brothers and sisters. So she's my first cousin, and so she's like my sister. Mm-hmm. And so those are my nieces. And so I raised them while they're – I was taking care of them for about five years while they're their mom was in jail. What year was this? God, it was – she's 16, so what? Early 2000. 2005? So, were you doing pills and drinking and no, doing all this stuff? Back incident? then, I wasn't. because yeah, so I was poor. So, you realize I was uh, poor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't have any money, dude. <laughs> I was living at home making 200 bucks a week. I couldn't do that stuff, but I took care of them. I was taking them to school. I was doing their laundry, make, making them food, make sure they're okay until their mom had got out of jail and she has been clean for 11 years now. And her mom totally appreciates it th- appreciates it. But now the father isn't around at all. And so like I've always been like the father figure figure to them. Mm-hmm. And that's this last trip she mm-hmm. told me that. And when she told me that like honestly I almost cried because it's like I'm, I don't have any kids. Mm-hmm. But like she's Do you like, want kids? Yeah, yeah, of course. I want to have at least mm-hmm. one kid. Like, what happened
0: to that Asian chick? Oh, Jesus. That's <laughs> a long story. <laughs> It's a long story. Yeah, the, age, want, the yes, Asian chick. Yes. You're showing me pictures. Yeah, no, you're no, all dude. in love. No,
1: I was uh, infatuated. I guess that I was thinking like, yeah. Oh, I got for this. all you,
0: all you folks listening <laughs> out there, you know, I know we're gut, we come off subject. I've known this guy for years, so we try to we're trying to stay structured on the topics and stuff like that. But I, you know, this guy's got a good story to tell, and okay. and so like, yeah, he had <laughs> he told right. me about oh, a chick, and like, he keeps, go for it, go all right.
1: for it. <laughs> <laughs> So I met this girl. I had an extra ticket to go see at the Irv- Irvine improv to see Bobby Lee. So I the person I was going, with I didn't know it, it was Bobby Lee. Yeah, totally. I, I got like really good. I got a booth with a VIP table with Damn. a bottle and everything. dude. How much was that? dude? It was like, well, it was Citibank Live Nations and I have my bank through Citibank. So I have all these points. So it was like basically pretty much free. What? So I got four tickets with the booth and bottle service. So it was like front row. And so one of my some the date I had backed out, on. I ordered a Lyft because all my boys live in South County Lake Forest and San, San Clemente and I'm yeah. like, just meet me there. So I get picked up by this Asian chick, this Lyft driver, and she was like, oh, you live in here and I live in Westminster and it's like a pretty nice area in Westminster, like the apartments I live in. Anyways, she's just like, "Oh, you live alone." She's asking me all these questions, and I'm like, <laughs> "She wants to know how much yeah, money she I know. can take from you." Exactly. <laughs> I, I should have known then. By then, but anyways, uh, we're, so I'm like, "Well, I got an extra ticket." Are you like, do you want to like? She's like, "Oh, I love comedy. Like, who are you seeing?" And I'm like, "Bobby Lee." She's like, "Oh, I love Bobby Lee." I'm like, "Well, what do you just to be like nerdy?" I'm like, "What do you know him from?" And he, he used to do Mad TV. He was very big on that. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and uh she didn't know, but she was like, I just want. I'm like, OK, cool. Like, well, just park and then just meet me in front. And so she parked and met me. In oh, front. was she? She's older than me. She's like 42. 42. She's got two kids. Her kids are in her 20s. Where'd you meet her from again? Left. She's my left. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's You're my left driver. driver. So <laughs> she comes in and she gets the VIP treatment. We got the booth to my voice and, and she's looking at it. She's like thinking I'm a baller. You know, damn, yeah, but I'm thinking you are I'm, a baller. We talking about. <laughs> So we exchanged numbers and she lives really close to me. So then we start hanging out, we start doing things, and little by little like she would be like, Oh, I want this like purse, this Louis Vuitton purse. And Holy like, shit. She I'm started like, asking for yeah. purse. And I'm like, dude, that's like it's only been like maybe a few weeks. Maybe she just want to send a French spring spot me. They got them <laughs> over there, dog. That's so Hector. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Dude, I've dated girls longer, like years, and they never asked for stuff. It like was like that. the
0: second date? Yeah, second date. and fuck. then she would That's be like, a slap to your face saying, hey, man, yeah. you look like the dude from, uh, <laughs> what's that movie called? The Goonies? Oh, the baby chunk? Me, yeah, Chunk.
1: <laughs> chunk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, this fool looks like Chunk. I'm going to ask for a purse, not even the
1: <laughs> um, first initial date. And then, so the, she's like, oh, it's my birthday at this time. And. She's like, I want to go to Mastro's. I'm like, what? Mastro's? Oh, no. good I'm girl. Like, good I don't A good chick never, ain't going to ask for I that never, shit. Like, just like on my birthday, <laughs> and you did like, it anyways. To- right? Yes, I did it. I was <laughs> stupid. I said yes. I was like, OK. Obviously. So anyways, I took her and everything went well, actually. Like, I was like, OK, she's cool. She's not much of a drinker. And I was like, she wanted to go to the one in Newport. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, and it was on a Sunday. And I'm like, I have to work on Monday. And I'm like, OK, if I drive. It forces me not to drink. Mm-hmm.
0: So I told her Oh no, you gotta drink and go there. I know,
1: but I had a drink and I was like, You can drink she's she was like a hundred pounds. You know, she's <laughs> tiny. She, two drinks did her in. But like <laughs> but I was like, Okay, and then we're going and she's like, Okay, take me back to your place. Yeah, like, there you go. Okay. So I come back to so my She took place. some Norcos, <laughs> he drank a so, bottle on the way home. <laughs> so we're on the way home and then she just jumps on top of me as I'm driving. What? And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I was on the freeway too. I just gotten off the toll oh. road, and I'm like, what are you doing? I'm trying to drive. You She's know what? Like, it,
0: you should get a Tesla full. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Put that shit in auto mode. I know. Only
1: in hindsight. Yeah. What but were you uh, driving? Uh, my Volkswagen, okay. My Passat. So she jumps on you in the Volkswagen, yeah, and I'm like, dude, chill out. And so she gets over. She's like, throws this little temper tantrum. She's like, what? You don't like me? And I'm like, she's acting oh, like she a little wanted kid. to live on the edge. Yeah, I don't. Like, you should have pulled out some coke. <laughs> and be like here, try this. <laughs> Wimp it out on my dick. <laughs> yeah. Sniff this, yeah. bitch. <laughs> you could have. I mean, I don't know. How you're gonna. But drive. I was like, but... I was just like, okay, okay. I just want to get home. I just want to get home. When I get home, we can handle this. So we get back and then so we start making out. I get out she's like, get on top of me. I get on top of her. She's like she wanted me to be aggressive. So I was aggressive. Yeah. And then she's so like, you choking she, her? Were no, you choking no. her? She's like, oh. oh, you know, take off my clothes and then like so. Yeah, I wasn't ripping them off, but I was just like, All right, getting into it. And then <laughs> and then she just puts out her arm, she's like, Take me home. Oh I was like, What? what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute would it happen here she's like no like take me home uh, should have shut off. do you have the lights on or off yeah uh, I had put this little glow light deal wasn't no, he's got to
0: be pitch black bro uh, yeah you' trying I to knows. make it romantic you should
1: even candles yeah, yeah. No, dog. I don't know I don't know what that was so so like all right whatever she went to the restroom I was sitting there just like what the fuck and she comes back and then she's like okay and then she starts grinding on me making out with me again and then she's like I want to go home like a little kid. And I'm like, at this point I was like, fuck, I'm done with this bitch. I'm Holy done. Like, so like, she doesn't live far. I get her in the car and we're driving. Was well, she playing you or what? I don't know what, what the fuck. That's why you should have pulled it out in the car. Okay. I know. I know. At least you would have got it done driving home yes, to save yourself some time. And so, uh, I, uh, drop her off and she's like, do you want to spend the night? And I'm like, what the fuck? Make up your mind. Uh, you, well, you gotta, you gotta. I was like, you're really confusing the fuck out of me right now. I'm like, let's have a couple more drinks. Maybe this will put her more at ease. Mm -hmm. To be like, okay, okay. But I get in there and it was just like her place is like very cold. It was it's clean. It looked like a a, a church or like a museum. Like the floors are marble. The walls are marble. Like her bed is like white. Mm -hmm. Everything it was like there was no color, no life in it. Yeah, I had like it felt really cold.
0: Is that how it was when he boned her? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm, I'm trying to get there. Dude. I know you did. But but so, like, okay, so I got there. We thought I could do it. And it was like she was just laying there <laughs> just and, laying like, there. nothing. And I felt like, am I hurting her? Is she, <laughs> am like, her? bored? Is she asleep? Oh, man. Honestly, I had to fake it. Yeah. I had to be, like, like fake. I was wearing a condom, and I had to, like, fake it. I'm like, dude, this, I'm wasting my time. Like, I'm just – what am I doing? So, faked it, and I just left. And <laughs> – I Did just, you buy her that purse? No, no, no. Oh, good. I'm glad you didn't. But I, I cut her off. I blocked w- her phone mm-hmm. number and she actually called me a month later and she's like, Hey, I met somebody. I'm like, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you calling me? Telling me this. She's like, well, let's be friends. I'm like, ah, uh, no, no, I have a lot of friends. I don't want to be. friends."
0: Maybe she was scared. Maybe she met her soulmate. She was scared. She
1: didn't know how to react. No, Maybe you didn't give it a chance. She's <laughs> she's <laughs> probably afraid of the, they always say me dang." Well, <laughs> <laughs> <The me> dang. <laughs> that means uh you know big dick oh hey it's <laughs> a family she's, show brother she's she's, <laughs> she's, talking she's about Vietnamese. venus sizes now she's Vietnamese.
0: so uh what's going on with you uh now man what were where, where we at you know you, you you've talked about a few stories in your life that are interesting the audience is got getting going to get to know you mm-hmm. by listening to this um so what do you got planned dog cuz i want to watch i want to want you on again because uh i feel that you, you, you know you You're honest with me today, and you were open, and and you definitely want to get to that next level. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. and and this podcast is gonna help you get there. And so, what little things you got? You know what I mean? Like,
1: hey, I'm gonna try to do this, or I'm gonna Uh, try this. What do you think? Well, I'm looking to buy a house. Okay. Now it doesn't be a house or a condo. A condo would be great. Just anywhere. Cost of living. We got. We get you there, though. We definitely. I I know people. I'm Absolutely. slowly but we'll surely I'm there. There. I've been fixing my credit. Mm-hmm. My credit was trash before, for the mm-hmm. longest time, for you know irresponsible reasons. But now I'm different. Working on that. Uh, possibly even transferring to Arizona, Phoenix, because I would say it's gonna be a cure-all, but like I have my nieces there, and having my nieces around, like I think it would really help having them around. Uh, just I don't know better than my so life. So transfer to
0: Phoenix and buy a house in Phoenix. Possibly, or, yeah. Hey man, if it benefits you health wise, mm. you know, what I mean, I don't want to see you be doing pills and drinking, yeah, yeah. partying, and and you're closer. To, you could give back, you know, to your your nieces, nephews too. Uh, yes. Yeah. nieces nephews. and nephews. Oh, nephew. Then 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 that's where you could be. Be the greatest uncle. Yeah, you know. I know. I thought about be that. Be the greatest and uncle, dude. Because th- look at your ground. You. Your grandma was the greatest grandma. Yeah. So you're gonna be the greatest uncle. Yeah. It's not about us. Passing
1: on what she has put on to me. There you go. And like a lot of it, like the things that they're going through is like I've gone through at that age, and it's like it's 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 just interesting to be like, and I I didn't have anyone there telling me it's okay, you know, you're going through this little phase, and it's not gonna be life ending to it all so i think as like i tell them you know they are gonna get older you're gonna go to college you're gonna go to college you're gonna get out and then you know okay now it's real life you're 24 25 years old go get a job mm-hmm. go, you know what for a girl oh go get married and have kids no i don't think that is that solution for them but if they feel it but i would like for them to live their life but try to guide them the right way because mm-hmm. they don't have that person there. so
0: you're a spiritual them. guide man yeah and that being said, man, this shut down this podcast, man, because right, we need, we'll talk all day, three, yeah. four hours. I don't know how long you've been. Bad, you've but. been influential. You, your story was great, brother. Yeah. I want to thank you once again for being on the podcast. I love you, man. Yes, yeah, love and you. And we're bro. gonna we'll, we'll see you next time. We're gonna get it, Frank. You want to pull us out, bro? Yo, I just want to thank. Once again, all my listeners and supporters out there, I really appreciate everything you guys are doing. Um, if you guys want to get a hold of me, you can find me at the Raider and the Saint at IG, or my email is the Raider and the Saint at Outlook.com. That's the Raider and the Saint at Outlook.com. If anybody wants to get a hold of Josh, if you're single, and you want to mingle, hit up my boy Josh. It's Joshua Acosta. That's J O S H U A C. O-S-T-A Josh Ocosta. That's for the ladies that are single um, Other than that, once again Thank you guys for listening um, And we'll see you next episode Alright wait.